You're listening to DraftKings Network. Tonight on The Cooligans, we are talking about Zlatan Ibrahimovic getting dunked on by LeBron James. We also talk about racism at the U.S. Soccer Annual General Meetings. They don't belong there, I'm almost certain. Uh, and uh, so much more we're talking about today. That's right. Plus, we talk to Amy Rodriguez of the new Kansas City women's soccer team. We talk about so much about her career, the amazing Challenge Cup, and why she purposefully hates Christian and scored five goals against his home country. <laughs> that and more today on the Cool Yo, it's me, Dave Vianich here, and I've been hanging out with the Cooligans, having a nice, and I hope you've been having a nice too. Yeah, baby! Yes, music to my ears. Okay, uh, yeah, you're bleeding ears. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, I've lost, uh, you know, thirty-five uh, percent of my hearing in this year, but you know, that's uh, that's part of the gig. Yeah, man. I mean, I, you're welcome. I guess I'll say, you know. <laughs> Uh, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Cool Against. My name is Christian Polanco. Uh-huh. I am Alexis Guerrero. So I'm doing the same cadence you just used. <laughs> okay. You're like Polanco. <laughs> we are your favorite stand-up comedians that host the funniest soccer show uh, that has ever lived. Uh-huh. It's also the gulliest, but y'all know that. We've been telling you for five years. That's right. It's, it is not news to you. No. Uh, we're excited about today's show uh, because we have an incredible guest, a U.S. Women's National Team legend, NWSL legend, still absolutely crushing it uh, in the league, uh, Amy Rodriguez, World right. Cup winner coming through. Going back to KC, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, That's uh, right. Yeah, I can't, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk to her about, uh, you know, the, the NWSL returning to Kansas City, uh, and uh, it'll be great. But we have to start uh, today's show with with some drama, some beef, you know, uh, uh, the, the, the smoke being delivered, okay? Because... Uh, what the you know, hell is going on? What yeah. is, that, that's really the only reaction you can have. What the hell is going on? What is the point of all this? There's a, pan, there's a, pan, a, a pandemic going on right now. I, we can't know, be paying attention. Half a <laughs> Million people dying in the <laughs> pandemic. We ain't got our stimmy yet, and y'all still trying to talk ish, you know? Okay. Zlatan Ibrahimovic and LeBron James are on, uh, you know, uh, uh, a having having some beef, uh, you know, over over an ocean. Okay, mm -hmm. it is uh, ridiculous because Zlatan Ibrahimovic is doing the interview. He gets asked by uh, by somebody in Italian media. Asking him, actually, I think it was for like Discovery Plus. So this is a, even weirder that Discovery Plus is becoming the yeah. world star hip hop. Uh, right. Of, uh, <laughs> so Slatan Ibrahimovic is on the Romanian Home Shopping Network. <laughs> it's essentially what, what we're talking about. What, like, and by the way, he wasn't even asked about this specifically. He was like, yeah. "Yo, did you go to NBA games in LA?" And Slatan was like, "You know, I'm glad you asked me that because I've got some ideas." Okay, here's uh, hey, look, I'm gonna tell you my 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 political platform. Uh, uh -huh. when, uh, I want to audition for for Newsmax real quick. <laughs> yeah. So Zata, if you haven't seen it, uh, they were at, he was asked about uh, the NBA when he when he played, you know, in LA for the LA Galaxy, and he simply said uh, he was talking about LeBron. He was like, "Yeah, I he was like, LeBron. yeah, I loved it. Yeah, it was great. Loved I got it. to meet LeBron." But I just wish, and everyone was like, "What? No, 
<laughs> no, because unless but you're going to simply talk about, you know, I don't know, style of play, like more ISO ball, I would have been like, okay, Slaton. Yeah, he simply uh, was saying that he didn't like uh, the fact that he doesn't like when a, a, a basically an athlete or somebody who's really good at something also is, gets into politics. Just be good at you, at the thing that you're that you do, and it and it's I mean just. Finding a, a different way to say shut up and dribble, which mm -hmm. uh, it's 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 even crazier come, coming from someone who also dribbles, right? Yeah. Why, also, why are you <laughs> who also doesn't shut up and dribble. And LeBron yeah. mentioned this in a very dope uh, sort of uh, uh, clapback, if you will, where he basically says like he was like, and you know he Googled it beforehand, but he was like. He like, yo, did he say some stuff about how he grew up with his last name? How he did, right? Like he did the whole look away. Let's pretend yeah. like I already know this, but we both know this. And now the guy was like, mm-hmm, he did. Oh, okay. So I guess maybe, you know. And Slatan has been very vocal about, you know, growing up in uh in the country. Was it Switzerland or Sweden? Which was Sweden? Sweden. He grew up, grew up it's one of the two. He grew up in Sweden with a uh a ethnic uh, I guess a foreigner's last name. Yeah, yeah, ba got, ba Bosnian. Uh -huh. uh, his, and he got made fun of for his big nose and his black hair. So he talked about all that. What? Now no all one, of a sudden? Yeah, yeah. Nobody told him like, "Hey, stop talking about." Like it is um, the the just the the not not being self aware enough to like not to to not be aware of that. Like, what is LeBron what did he stand not, to gain by even bringing this up? Yeah, LeBron is not running for a Senate seat, okay? I mean, <laughs> yeah. he is he's like he's aware of a problem uh, uh and and how the black community is being treated. He's trying to do something to help support. LeBron also like built a school. He 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 is like uh providing scholarships from like 300 students, like give or give or take. Like the dude is is doing the work to try to make the world a better place. Just because you know, once the 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 48 minutes uh, 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 you know, of a basketball game are over, it, the life still goes on, and they're still, yeah. they, they, they still have to deal with. He's also a dad with you know <laughs> young black children, and he's you know everything that's happening kind of feels even closer to home now than probably when he was a kid, and he what didn't really understand yeah. how the so, world works. So, so as far as I'm, if I, as far as I'm concerned, if I'm Slatan's manager, I'm like, what are you specifically trying to do? Like, why are you just trying to annoy people? Like, there was no reason for it. It wasn't asked. And I'm glad LeBron came back and was like, come on. My favorite was Baron Davis. Did you see Baron Davis tweet? Yes, yes, He was like, yes. who are you? Nobody likes you. Galaxy suck. <laughs> LeBron Davis was like, yo, sit down. LeBron, you be, you handle this with, 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 you know, grace. I got the, I got the, I got the tool on deck, you know? <laughs> yeah, look, and, and this, uh, when I saw this, this just really uh, kind of reiterated this feeling for me uh, of like people who are just like, I don't want people to talk about politics, right? This is not Thanksgiving dinner, right? This is very much, I understand taking a break for a moment of like, that you need some peace in a, in a particular setting, but LeBron is doing the work. Like the pe people who are just simply like, I don't want to hear about it. You know All when right. you don't talk politics? Grandma's funeral. You know what I mean? 
You don't get That's up and like go. three places. <laughs> you know? Hey, hey, I know we're all here to honor Abuela, but have you really thought about gun control? Everyone be like, dude, shut up. You know, even if two opposing politicians were there, you'd be like, guy at the coño. You know? yeah, like, yeah, let's, yeah. Like, let's deal with if, what's happening here. I 100% agree with you. I'm just like, look, now it's just now is not the time, okay? Like, yeah, yeah. like, it's literally like. I mean, I'm with the, you, but like, you need to shush. You know? <laughs> okay, look, because I'm just, I'm just crying and I really don't have the emotional capacity to deal with this right, right now. But, but if there's but, a billion people watching you dribble a basketball <laughs> and someone puts a mic in your mouth and you really got something to say specifically to your community, my G, say it. So, Slatan, thank you for standing up for all the people that are a little different in Sweden. LeBron, thank you for standing up for the black community here in the U.S. What Done. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, but it's, it's just that Zlatan's white guilt is like, no, I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to hear it right now. Like, it's just, I, it's absolutely childish. And look, I, I, again, I don't know why he said it, uh, because he he literally lives the same lifestyle that, that LeBron does. He, he, they're doing the same exact things. It's ridiculous. And uh, don't forget, we got Amy Rodriguez of the new Kansas City women's soccer team coming up. Uh, so it's going to be fun. But unfortunately, we have to talk about something else that's not that fun. You know, that's not why we do this show, you know? We just, remember this? We're a comedy show. We're here to have a couple giggles. You know, this isn't the kind of stuff we want to talk about. Uh, but I found out about a guy that I did not know about or didn't know existed beforehand, a guy by the name of Seth Seth Yan. He apparently uh, had played for the 7 Side team. The I, I had won trophies for the U.S. Uh, you know, I didn't know about this beforehand. So how did I find out about this guy? Did he do something exceptional in sports? Not exactly. No. Uh, not exactly. We no, were, he, he was given a chance to speak. At a relatively on a, boring on a, on a Zoom call, yeah. At the at the annual the U.S. Soccer Annual General Meeting, this is supposed to be dull, boring. Dull. We, We're supposed we... to never know this exists. <laughs> okay, uh, and and obviously the the the, the election for uh, two things, two main things were happening at this: uh, the election of the 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 new vice president of U.S. Soccer, uh, and they were voting. To uh, uh, whether they, or whether or not to repeal the rule uh, about players protesting during the the, the anthem at, at matches, so those were the two main things. And then there, so then there were a couple people that were opposed uh, to repealing this rule, and some people had uh, statements that you under you understand whether you agree with it or not, like why people are doing it. Some people had. Uh, reasons that were that made some sense like uh, I thought this one was interesting that that they were worried that uh, uh, the opposing country the opposing team would also kneel during the during during the anthem and they felt like that was maybe too far like a sign of disrespect or whatever and I even though that's like a uh, going very far I could understand I I understand what they were concerned about and that's why they were opposed to the rule but Seth Yan went in uh, a completely different direction. Let's just right? say he yanked the he yanked the steering wheel as far right <laughs> as you could yank it. Because uh, so, uh, he started seems- by saying, "Oh, I think this is gonna upset a couple of people," but yeah, I yeah. don't care. Which is just like, uh, who invited this guy? You know. <laughs> and by the way, Google him. You'll see in the photos. He's exactly who you think <laughs> he is, and he's from so he, Florida. So it's so just he. he he he's on the uh, the athletes council, which is uh, made up of, of of current players and former players. Uh-huh. Uh, and and just so just to, you know, uh, spoiler alert, he was removed from the athlete council very quickly for yeah. these uh, uh, particular comments. Right, He's, and, uh, he spoke for six minutes. He spoke for six minutes, and and I'll I'll get to some of the quotes, but in general, he basically 
downplayed slavery, downplayed uh, police brutality, brought brought the data, the quote unquote data <laughs> that says how that that police brutality is a statistical anomaly and that the media over overplays it and it's overblown. Uh, and, and this is what leads to all these protests and, and anger from he from, also uh, tried to cushion a lot of this. He's like, look, I feel bad when it happens, too, but it's not real. You know, <laughs> and then he also said, like, he's like my my black co-workers. And I think that's when he realized his, you know, whatever, his little uh, play in the mountain with their guns group might have hurt him because he goes, <laughs> also my red and white and green and purple. Yeah, yeah. yeah, because apparently he works with the cast of the M&M's commercials, which is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> so he, um, I mean, he just really went in uh, uh, basically and, and really believing that he was brave for for uh, for speaking this way. Uh, uh, look, and and he, he did the, he put out his whole resume mm -hmm. uh and did the like i was in the I, I don't know if it was military or something and he's like i've gone to uh countries in africa and i've helped people and i've seen he he also did a thing where he he said that when he was uh in some country in africa that he was able to buy people he was like i, I was able to buy people where where are the social justice warriors when it comes to i'm like <laughs> what are you talking about oh yeah i think the social justice warriors are kind of upset you just admitted to human trafficking <laughs> yeah okay so because you had the option it's like this is always the the issue with people especially about this damn anthem and the protesting it's always like why aren't you complaining about this other atrocity why should we pay attention to what uh, your frustration with this what's going on in this country when there's other atrocity so we'll never do anything We'll yeah. just never get to anything because you're always going to be mentioning some other issue that we should also be upset about. Right. And also, how dumb is it to say, well, you don't care that this offends half half the, the country and we shouldn't do it because it's going to offend half the country. What you're saying is offending half the country. You know what I mean? Your entire, first of all, your personality offends me. Every photo is of him with a cigar or an automatic weapon or surrounded by guns with his feet up. It's like, how? How could you have this much of this personality? You're essentially the guy who wears fedoras everywhere. And no one's told you it's it sucks. No one's told, yeah. no one's told you. No one likes you. This is why people don't invite you anywhere. But it, it leads me to question, like, what? How did this dude get elected? Like what? And this is kind of what happened. And, you know, we had Mikey Lopez and Smith Hunter on the show who who got elected into the Athletes Council. And and, you know, in, you know, we're joking initially about like, oh, th these things should be boring. We shouldn't even know anybody. But but now people are they're, they're learning more about how U.S. soccer is, is run and how it's working. And for a dude like this to get elected and, you know, he clearly knows a lot of people in, in the in the soccer world. You see his posts. There's a lot of very famous footballers that are liking his photos. And, and, and some of them are, you know, some of the things he's saying are they're, they're not great. Right. No. So like, in we, fact, Christian Pulisic was someone who liked the photo of him with like surrounded by the wall of guns and whatever. Yeah. And that photo is kind of been going with like a circle around and this kind of stuff has followed Christian for a little bit. You know what I mean? You, Polanco, it's about time you bring it out. No, Christian Pulisic. Uh, it's kind of followed him a little bit. And, and, like, I don't know that he needs to necessarily come out and say something. But, like, you know, the whispers are getting louder. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Let's just and say look, that I'm, I'm going to go buy a men's national team McKenney jersey now. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, it, it, you know, I, I'm not going to accuse anybody of anything. No, or, or we don't, I, know. I don't know. Yeah, we don't know anybody's perspective based on what photos that they like. But it, I can it, tell you this, though. If my wife pulls up Instagram and there's a picture of a girl with a big old booty and the first thing she sees is me liking that. <laughs> Let's just say she's not gonna wait for my perspective. You know what I'm saying? Oh no, he does. He does. It's not doesn't mean anything about our, our relationship. Or Maybe match. he's just supportive of the arts. <laughs> you know what? Why don't you just tell me at what time you like the photo? Because if there's an AM wrapped around it, we need to have a conversation. You know what I mean? So I do think to some degree you're right. I don't want to cast dispersions on anybody, right? Because we don't know. But yeah. how's it looking right now? You know what I mean? It ain't looking okay. good, my G. All I'm, saying, all I'm saying is like like some Bernie Sanders stuff as well. Just <laughs> yeah. to balance it out a little you know, bit. I'm saying go heavy. Go heavy. Heavy on the Bernie. You know what I mean? Stimmy? Like the stimmy. You know what I mean? Uh, let's talk about Barca. Barcelona. Uh, because they uh, are in the news. Uh, Everything again. is going smoothly, right? It's That's a, why they're in the news. <laughs> it's either they're losing terribly or, uh-huh. uh, you know, they they they're in trouble with the ops okay, okay. Because, <laughs> this was insane literally uh i mean as a couple hours ago from where we're you know when we're recording this uh barcelona's offices got raided uh yeah. the team the team's offices got raided and people uh, got arrested <laughs> people got arrested okay they came with the bracelets all right okay camp <laughs> camp new or new camp is a trap house what's going on <laughs> because we, we, we've spoken about him before but the the ex uh, president for the team uh, Bartomeo Joseph Bartomeo uh he uh he is one of the people uh, that have been arrested I'm looking at uh the the other the other folks it was in it was an advisor Jaume Masferrer uh the C, the club CEO Oscar uh, Grau uh Oscar the Grouch um, oh, and- hey but um boom and the head of legal <laughs> services you don't want to be that guy right now Roman Gomez Ponte <laughs> Oh, the top lawyers getting arrested yeah, too? Yeah. All right. So oh, everybody. The guy was... who reviewed all the documents? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I guess I guess that's me. Uh, go ahead. Can I make one phone call? <laughs> what? Can I call myself? Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> is that allowed? Um, can I no, call so... a headhunter and get a new job real quick? <laughs> so if, uh, look, and, and some of the details are, are coming out. And from what we understand, that the reason that they, they got arrested was uh, because there's, there's an allegation about uh, some sort of uh, social media consultant or somebody that they hired. They're calling, uh, you know, they're they're essentially saying uh, it's a big scandal because they hired some company to um, badmouth players and politicians and things like that, that that either maybe accounts that had a lot of influence. I don't know exactly what. But this is like very common, though, and I, I only because like people keep throwing allegations about this stuff. But when your contract is up or you're getting ready to, in American sports, become a free agent or in Europe, you're looking to maybe transfer. So suddenly some bad things start coming out about you in the press just to lower the, you know, the the potential value value of you so that other teams don't want you. Things like that. Um, Political, you know, uh, espionage, if you will, seems... (laughs) A bit of a stretch for, for yeah. I, I don't. They, you know, Barcelona basically said like we don't work with these uh, guys anymore. Uh, but the, the cops are like, no, no, no. Yeah, we, uh, we see. We're, we're gonna verify see. that. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna put the blue check on that ourselves. You know. <laughs> 
so uh, it's I I think the 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 main thing here is just like you know we, we look the last couple of months we've been hearing all this either negative news about Lionel Messi and where, that he's leaving and then and uh, taxes and, and the whole uh, nine issues with his contract with club, contracts out issues with the club or whatever and. He seems to be the only one who knows what's going on. He's like, I got to get out of here, okay? Yeah. This relationship is getting way too toxic, okay? This reality Yo, You think he's show- the one who snitched to the cops? He's like, you really <laughs> want a story? <laughs> <laughs> Look, messy not- on his way out, making it real messy. He's like, I don't, I don't care know. if I get a statue. You know, because it, it, it is, uh, it's real easy and common for a club to maybe badmouth a, a player. But what if, you know? If the player has a little bit of power and influence as well, I'm, I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying he's a, he's no snitch or whatever. I'm just saying if 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 something negative came out, you know, that would help his negotiating mm-hmm. when uh, when it comes to move to uh, his you know, standing to with cl- the fans to be like, now nah, I think you see why I want to leave. You know what I mean, right? Because I had nothing to do with this, but look at all those things. And tomorrow they're going to come out with even more. Allegedly, I don't know. <laughs> so. Uh- who knew? Who knew it was an episode of The Wire out in Barcelona? <laughs> uh, but let's talk a little bit about uh, MLS uh, because you're seeing a lot of these kits getting revealed, right? Um, yep. And some of them really cool, right? Like we we were able to get uh, sent the uh, NYCFC ones, which were so cool. Uh, and you'll be seeing that uh, on NYCFC's channel pretty soon. But let's talk a little bit about the Miami one, uh, which had uh, just came out. Another black kit for Miami. What are you doing? It's hot in Southern Florida. <laughs> All right. <laughs> like, are you trying to kill these people? Do you want them to like adopt a like Miami Heat one that's like like Vice City type? You think they should do a kit like that someday? I think they should go all white, maybe reflective, maybe mesh. It's so hot down there. <laughs> so humid. Uh, okay. But of course, their owner, David Beckham, was part of the reveal. It's kind of cool. It's got like leaves in it. I don't know if you saw the back. Did you see the back of the jersey? I don't know. I don't remember what the back looked like. So it's just a regular black back. And, you know, the panel doesn't have the, the same color in the front. But on the back neck, it says, and this is Jorge Moss walked in the room and was like, this is what I want. <laughs> Because it says freedom to dream. And he was like, okay, tenemos freedom. Okay. And he walked away eating a pastelito, you know. (laughs) It was freedom to dream. What does that have to do? <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. Look, Zlatan's gonna tell him to, you know, stick to sports or whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's so like because Fidel, no, we can't put that on the jersey, dude. <laughs> like, okay, so just put Fidel to drink, okay? Yeah, but there were a bunch of uh, uh, comments as well from uh, from David Beckham because uh, journalists are like, yeah, yeah, whatever about the kit. What are you going? Yeah, yeah, when yeah, are you yeah, bringing yeah. <laughs> the superstar players uh, to Miami uh, uh, and? He was asked uh, essentially about uh, bringing in, uh, you know, players like Messi and Ronaldo and, and uh, uh, you know, but, you know, right now. Well, he did say he was talking about how he they hope to build, you know, academy players, people that grew up living and breathing into Miami, which is like, great. That's what you want. And someone was like, OK, cool, cool, cool. Huge names. What do you got for us, Papa? Remember? Come on. Okay, why don't you go through your texts? On, we're, th- we're working with SEO right now. I don't want to hear about any uh, yeah. academy this, academy that. That doesn't really get hit the numbers that we You're need. Like, yeah. The kids, the kids, the kids, yada, yada, yada. They're very important. Now, here's what we want. Where's the juicy names? So, uh, but it, it is like an interesting thing because now, obviously, Phil Neville uh, is the coach. 
who the coach is really det- helps and determines what players you can bring in. I also I just imagine Aaron Neville was a coach. Do you remember that guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, look, the, the halftime show is going to be great. Okay? Yeah, the speech is going to be like, you guys don't. <laughs> the players are like, I got to, he harmonized. And that just inspired us. If you don't know who Aaron Neville is, look this dude up. Click on a link to any one of his songs. They all sound exactly the same. Yeah. So the uh, uh, look now. So people are asking the, uh, these questions, right? Uh, uh, you know, and and there's a lot happening with Miami because they they are. I I also heard that they uh, the the possible they they're voting on uh, getting the lease for the the for the new stadium uh, in Miami proper instead of where it is right now in, in Fort Lauderdale. Uh, so th- there's a, there's so much potential. I mean that stadium. Phil Neville, uh, maybe that combination will actually help him bring these superstar players. And I've said it before. I think a big-name coach is almost more important than a big-name player right now. Getting a guy who's a former player to be a huge-name coach, you know, uh, RIP Montreal, right? Like, you know, (laughs) if you get get a huge name, I think that actually helps sell seats because the people that are going to be able to afford seats, they're the ones who remember that player as a big name. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, uh, yeah there's like a nostalgia uh, behind it, which is why Pirlo got the job. Well, mm-hmm. with do, never having coached a, a top side before. That's how it is. <laughs> they, if they loved you, if, you know, if you had a one-hit wonder, you had a banger in the past, I'm like, oh, well, you, we're, we're, we're doing another tour. I don't so know. you got a chance, Aaron Neville. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got Amy Rodriguez coming right up. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I just want to break in with a word from one of our sponsors, us and you. And by you, I mean Gully Squad. What an absolutely incredible group of human beings. I've learned so much. It is so enriched my life to have this community of people. You guys are American soccer fans. You guys understand it. You know what we go through. And what better place for you guys to communicate than the Slack channel that we built for Gully Squad. And let me tell you something. I had no idea this many dope people loved American soccer. We have everything from a rate my pizza where I get to roast your pizza. So you guys have pet communications, music. You guys do an MLS pick them when the season is going. You have a beer, wine, and liquor channel just to learn about different, uh, you know, different things to make you feel a little better at the end of the night. You got a coffee channel, which I learned how to make cold brew from that. I mean, if it wasn't for you guys, what would I be doing? Have a lower uh, heart rate? Maybe. But then I wouldn't have all this energy to do this commercial. So if you guys aren't a member of Gully Squad and you want to join, all you have to do is go to soccercooligans.com slash Gully Squad, soccercooligans.com slash Gully Squad, or just go to shoutstous.com. Join now. Hi, baby. And we're back on a Cooligans Living Room FC. And Christian, our guest is finally here. I'm absolutely thrilled. Uh, you know, I, I've been a, a, such a huge fan uh, of our of our next guest uh, for years. I feel like the especially when I was getting into uh, watching the U.S. Women's National Team, uh, there was something I'm like, OK, there's a Rodriguez on there. All right. I'm going right? to pay attention a little bit. I hear another uh, Latino last name. I'm like, OK, I want to see what she's all about. I, that's when I jumped. <laughs> to the Googles and I was like, hey, <laughs> Rodriguez, de adonde es? You know? <laughs> and uh, which is why I'm wearing the Cuba uh, kit right here, the Cuba crest, uh, because I found out her grandparents are from Cuba, which means she's the greatest player in NWSL history, right? Because <laughs> she's brethren, you know what I mean? Uh, we share a bloodline, so I have some respect for my sister. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, you know her probably from her time with the women's national team. You may know her previously for the Utah Royals, Put your hands together for the one, the only, for the soon to start, even though it only was created three days ago, I think. KC <laughs> own Amy Rodriguez, everybody. Hi. Amy, what's up? 
Ah, so <laughs> grateful you guys are having me on the show. Thank you. Thank absolutely. You. This is yeah, huge. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> this is uh, an absolute honor for us. Again, like uh, I feel like, you know, uh, for us, for, for years, you know, essentially I like, grew up watching you play uh, winning World Cups and, and just uh, giving us like just great, great moments in, in uh, U.S. soccer kind of uh, lore and history. But let's let's start real quick with what's going on. Uh, you, you are playing for a, a quote unquote new team. A uh, startup, you know, if you will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or back with the back with an old team uh, but you're obviously uh you know utah royals are, are now they moved over to, to kansas city back to kansas city you know nwsl is back there uh what's the experience it like i mean i know you're in training camp um we, we don't know the details exactly when the nwsl season will begin but how are you feeling about this sort of transition Right. So I'm in my almost 10th season in the NWSL and I uh, play for the new club, um, Kansas City. Um, we don't have a name yet and we're working on our branding. So this isn't our official final crest, but um, really excited to be with this team. I've played here before. I've won two championships before. Um, so really excited to represent them and hopefully bring more championships. What? How does it feel to get a chance to sort of in, in a very odd way and, um, you know, we'll cover it, but how does it feel to be back in a city that you had such success at? Um, and it's almost like getting a second opportunity, you know, 10 years in the league, right? Towards the towards the back end of your career now, you're getting a chance to go back and hopefully win another one. It's so nice to play in front of familiar faces and go back to, you know, old places where you had success. And I credit and attribute a lot of my success in my career to my two years that I spent here and played, um, you know, winning MVP, winning Golden Boot, winning championships, like, all good things came from being in Kansas City. So I cannot speak um, more highly of the place and how much I'm looking forward to representing them. Okay. That's yeah. awesome. We, we've had several uh, NWSL players on the show, and, and we always ask them, like, uh, obviously, how th this, you know, how 2020 was, right? Obviously, it was th 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 that, that long layoff uh, uh, and the playing in the Challenge Cup, playing in that. And I was more familiar for you uh, playing in, in Utah there, but um, the, it, the the Challenge Cup, and, and they're, they're bringing back the Challenge Cup because, uh, I mean, it was it was such an entertaining tournament, uh, and, and you, you, you played great in it as well. It was fun to watch you what what's it what's that kind of like um that tournament style like like the the, the fact that this has been like a sort of a new uh, format and new introduction to NWSL does it get the players fired up in a different way I would say absolutely I was so fired up we had a condensed season basically all in one location you know five weeks everybody you know stuffed in hotels and, and apartments together um where it kind of felt like a a world cup. It kind of felt like one of those big championship tournaments that I've played in before with the national team, but yet it was in an NWSL. And unfortunately my team didn't, you know, perform well, um, didn't get the results we wanted, but I had so much passion playing in those games and it was, it was a really great competition to be a part of. Yeah. And it's also one of those things where you guys got the opportunity to, you know, sort of shine in front of the entire country and the rating showed it. You were the first league to come back. Was there was there added pressure on you knowing you're the only thing on TV besides reruns, <laughs> so everyone's going to be watching? We loved we loved the attention, that's for sure. Um, it did feel like pressure was on. It did feel like we were really sensitive to what was happening, the pandemic, and you know, a little bit scared too, like stepping out on the field with without our masks on or you know feeling vulnerable. That was part of the game, and 
Luckily, we played through it. We had zero cases. Um, our, our club and our league did a great job at keeping us all safe and healthy. Yeah, yeah it was wild. Yeah, how, bad, but- how bad did you want to tell everyone, like, not every game in Utah has a slide. You know, we don't always. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe they should. Maybe every yeah. stadium should introduce it. I'm not against it. Why not, not have fun? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm wondering the uh, look. You are a, a legend in the game uh, already, and in, in NWSL especially, and and the the. Uh, like and we can t- get into detail about sort of the the history of the league and and be, you being a part of it since uh, the beginning. What is the uh, you know we we've spoken to a couple of players about this, but like what wh- how have you you've clearly seen the change from from early on to now? Uh, are you uh, shocked, surprised that that NWSL has gone uh, as far as it has and and getting the ratings that it was during the Challenge Cup and things like that? Like it, is it, is it hard to believe or was it sort of expected for you? Each and every year, the excitement, the passion, the enthusiasm um, has just grown. And I will say that that is paired up with better talent, better players, um, more diverse players in the league, players that have come from all over the world to play you know, in this amazing top world-class league. And it's proving to be super competitive. Each year gets harder and harder. Um, I've been here since the, since the beginning and I've seen it grow and I'm just so excited to see where, where it's going to continue on going up. I'm, I'm very hopeful for, for more and more success here. Yeah. It also seems like everyone wants to be an owner. It seems like every week <laughs> there's a new superstar, especially, you know, celebrities and, and business tycoons that are women that are now owning uh, in, in the league, which is absolutely incredible. The growth of the league seems like it's, it, it, it has so much more to go, but it seems like it's on this even faster upward trajectory. You know, when you look back at your first year in the league and where you are now, the 10 years, where do you think it could be in the next 10 years? Like, what do you think the NWCL is going to be in 2031? I, I, mean, I think of people like Pat Mahomes, Serena Williams, Hollywood. The list goes on and on with excitement and passion from these owners that believe in us. And I'm, I'm flattered. I'm proud. I'm excited to represent them. Um, I see the trajectory only going upwards and onwards. Yeah, it's going to get to a point where we can begin to publicly shame billionaires for not having an NWSL team in the portfolio. Yeah. I'm like, okay, you really, you're not going to support? Wow. You right? know? By that point, Bezos' daughter, we're going to be like, oh, you don't want to be an owner? You, 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 you're just happy owning those islands? You know? <laughs> and, and one of the things that I, uh, when I picture you, I, I weirdly enough, I, I, I always think about the amazing goals and the the amazing uh, time winning world cups things like that but the the, there's something this like this iconic photo of you holding the 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 world cup the medal with your with your child uh it's just there there is just something always just like um uh, just it it just you could you just look so happy right Uh, that you could celebrate uh with your baby uh and i know uh you know obviously motherhood and being a professional uh footballer is obviously incredibly challenging uh you know i i can't do either uh so 
the, <laughs> I know it's tough, but, but uh, talk about maybe just like, it, you know, I know the, the questions are general, like, how do you juggle mom being a mom? And so it's, so it's, it's a little bit more than that. Uh, uh, but the, with 2020 and, and, uh, you know, and being a mom and being a professional player, how did, how did that work for you? Especially just on a psychological level. So I know the photo you're talking about, and that's probably one of my favorite photos because I remember 2015 being so grueling. I had come back from having my first child in 2013. I didn't know if I was going to be good enough to play soccer again. Um, the coach gave me a chance and I worked my tail off, um, to make that team. And we ended up winning the world cup in that summer of, tw of 2015. And I just was, you know, elated with joy that all that had, you know, paid off and it worked out and, I really did feel like I was at like the height of my career in that year. <laughs> yeah, it was wonderful. And speaking of of your international career, uh, in one in a qualifying match, you're you're known for for something which is wild. In a in a 2012 London Olympic qualifying match, you scored five goals against <laughs> a different nation. And and I want to and I'm proud to say this to Christian. It was against the Dominican Republic. You scored uh, how five. There you. <laughs> you scored five goals. <laughs> Against one team at one point, did you go from celebrating going, Yo, I'm sorry, and well, by the fourth goal, <laughs> what, how five goals did you try to score a six? Or at one point, you're like, Look, that one just bounced off my leg, I wasn't even trying. Oh, um, no, I think when it comes down to qualifying for an Olympics, you cannot take your foot off the gas pedal. And I will say that I'm, I'm really fortunate to have scored all those goals. Um, each and every one was very special to me. Okay. Yeah, I, you mean, know, I, look, it's it's just six times of reminder of how I will never forgive Amy Rodriguez. You know what I'm saying? That's all it is. <laughs> you went five goals I'm and sorry. five daggers in Christian's heart. <laughs> I, I did also want to talk about the just the the. The, the the state of the U.S. Women's National Team now, right? The she, the she believes Cup is, is currently going on, um, but it's interesting seeing the the players that are thriving now and, and you know obviously seeing like the 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 some of the players that you may have played with like the you know the Tobin Heaths and and um the Kristen Presses and, and things like that like the, the the fact that you uh like was there any sense of like oh this is the the, the future of the women's national team is in, is in good hands absolutely I think our U.S. team is the best team in the world and that's why it's so hard to break into and even now playing like that is that I have my eyes set on that. You know, if a roster spot opened tomorrow, I'd be the first one in line. Um, you know, that's the ultimate goal. And I have so much pride, you know, playing and um, it's really an honor to represent our national team, but the girls that are playing there now, um, it's so exciting to watch. And I love seeing our team win, whether I'm on that roster or not. And I hope that at the end of this year, we see an Olympic trophy um, gold medal being hoisted at the end. Yeah, it'd be huge. Uh, how about also just the sheer amount of players from the NWSL that are getting signed in Europe? Um, and seemingly now it, it, it something is happening in women's soccer where the money is starting to, to get a lot better. The opportunities are getting better. There's more and more eyes. Just talk a little bit about seeing some of these uh, some of these ladies get signed in Europe. And, and what do you think that means for the future of the NWSL? opportunities are coming left and right to some of these players. And it's just an, a, a testament to how much the women's game has grown and how much we are valued. Um, you know, the best women's soccer players in the world are, are in your backyard. And um, I think that we are celebrating them and it's, it's really exciting to see them get, you know, 
playing all over the world and including in the NWSL, which I believe is the best league in the world. Yeah, you okay. said that like it was a threat. Like they're in your backyard, lock the doors. <laughs> they're right here. Yeah. They're doing keepy up, keepy up. He's behind you. Yeah. They're kicking the ball against your shed, dude. How <laughs> uh, you know since since NWSL is a fairly young league, and and you know they aren't. Uh, you know you are you are a veteran of the league. What is the what is the the, the, the being a veteran of the league is also kind of a new thing as well. Do you step in uh, when you step on the pitch? Are you a little bit like, you know, you put in a challenge like, okay, Rook, you know, I've been here a little while. Okay. I know. How, oh, you didn't know about that work. shoulder check, young blood. <laughs> um, in a sense, yes. But I also find myself taking on that like motherly role where you bring the younger ones under your wing and, and really take care of them. But um, I'm, I joke with some of my friends that I'm a 33 year old playing in a 23 year old's world sometimes, you know, while yeah. I'm thinking about <laughs> diaper changes and babysitters, you know, they <laughs> might be thinking about what's the next show on Netflix and stuff. So for me, we're just worlds apart, but I think soccer brings us together. And it really is such a passion of all of ours, young and veteran, um, that it just enhances the play altogether. Yeah, but are they showing you how to use TikTok? You know what I mean? Like, you're still trying to post yes. on Facebook. You know what I mean? <laughs> you're like, let oh. me post my kid photos. They're like, no, 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 learn this dance. Yes. <laughs> Could not be further from the truth. That is so true. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you're just telling them, like, you want to hear about what's going on with Peppa Pig? Uh, just... <laughs> and they're like, I think I follow her on TikTok. They're like, no, nah, I don't think you know who I'm talking about. What <laughs> uh, no, no. I was going to say, like, your, your children watching you play at such a high level you know as your kids get older have you had those moments with them where like you could like they're like i don't want to clean my room and you're like i represented this country you know like, <laughs> like, do you get that moment where like you, you get to be like a bit of a superstar because i mean it'd be great you know well when i get the emails from the teacher about my son telling the class that i'm a soccer player you know they're always like what what is she you know it, it always comes across a little funny but um the uh the boys my two are four and seven years old and, and they're starting to understand what i do and it always makes me proud to see them cheering me on the sidelines for sure thank you to amy rodriguez for uh, for joining us on the show absolutely honored yes we are, are huge huge fans and it means the world uh so thank you so much uh for joining us uh, uh also uh amy is there anything you want to let people know about uh before we let you go yeah just thank you guys so much for having me and it was an absolute pleasure if anyone's interested in watching me or my teammates play with the new KC team, um, you can go to kcwoso.com uh, um, and check out season tickets or how to uh, catch us up on social media. Okay. Very cool. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited to see the team uh, play and end up yourself back in Kansas City. So it's going to be very, very exciting. Uh, okay. And, uh, and a reminder to everybody else, make sure you follow us on social media at Soccer Cooligans on all social media platforms. Uh, follow at Fubo Sports and subscribe to the Fubo Sports YouTube channel for full episodes of the program. All right, Amy, uh, we have a couple, a couple, uh, some business to finish up. We have our goal celebration, GIF. Uh, what would you like your goal celebration, GIF, to be? So this is it. You've just scored your 17th goal against the Dominican Republic. Okay. <laughs> I'm putting okay. my hands in my head. <laughs> what, is, what is your goal celebration? Uh, fist pump. Yes. <laughs>
You got okay. All right. Look. All right. I appreciate that. Yeah, the, the, the se- after the seventeenth, you didn't even do it, but it's. Fine. I understand. It's. All, you it's celebrate all. every goal like it might be your last. So go for True. it. True. <laughs> uh, Amy, thank you so much for joining us again. Like I said before, an absolute honor. So let us end the show the way we normally do. So for Amy Rodriguez, my name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerreros. And together, what are we? The, the Cooligans. Cooligans!